Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about retinal detachment. And if you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerotofinals.com slash retinal detachment or in the ophthalmology section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Retinal detachment is where the retina of the eye separates from the choroid layer beneath it. This is usually due to a retinal tear that allows vitreous fluid to get under the retina and fill the space between the retina and the choroid. The outer retina relies on the blood vessels of the choroid for its blood supply and this makes retinal detachment a sight-threatening emergency because the retinal blood supply is disrupted and this means it needs to be quickly recognised and treated. So what are the risk factors for retinal detachment? There's several risk factors. Posterior vitreous detachment is a key risk factor to remember. It can also be associated with diabetic retinopathy, trauma to the eye, retinal malignancy, older age, and family history. So how does it present? Retinal detachment is a painless condition that can present with peripheral vision loss. And this is often sudden and described as a shadow coming across the vision blurred or distorted vision, and the development of flashes and floaters in the vision. So what's the management? Well, patients presenting with painless flashes or floaters should have a detailed assessment of the retina by someone with the appropriate skills to detect retinal tears and retinal detachment. Any suspicion of retinal detachment requires immediate referral to ophthalmology for assessment and management. Management of retinal tears aims to create adhesions between the retina and the choroid layer beneath it to prevent detachment. And this can be done with laser therapy or cryotherapy. Management of retinal detachment once it's occurred aims to reattach the retina and reduce any traction or pressure that may cause it to detach again. This needs to be followed by treating any retinal tears to make sure the tears don't open and create another retinal detachment. Reattaching the retina can be done using one of three options. Vitrectomy, which involves removing the relevant parts of the vitreous body and replacing it with an oil or a gas that presses the retina against the choroid. Scleral buckling, which involves using a silicon buckle to put pressure on the outside of the eye against the sclera so that the outer eye indents and brings the choroids inwards in contact with the detached retina. So the pressure is from the outside of the eye pressing the choroid in to attach it to the retina. And the final option is pneumatic retinopexy, which involves injecting a gas bubble into the vitreous body and positioning the patient so that the gas bubble creates pressure that flattens the retina against the choroid and closes the detachment. So they inject a gas bubble and then turn the patient's head so that that gas bubble goes into the appropriate position and presses the retina down on the choroid. So thanks for listening to this episode on retinal detachment. A big thank you as always to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you want written notes on this podcast, you can find them in the Zero to Finals medicine book. There's also a pediatrics book which is available as well on Amazon. If you don't fancy picking up a copy of the book, you can find all the notes as well as videos, illustrations and questions completely free on the Zero to Finals website at zerotofinals.com. And I hope you tune in to the next episode, which will be on retinal vein occlusion.